everybody, welcome to the very first episode of The Gray Area, where once a week we come together and discuss all the tea from entertainment to relationships to everything in between. I am your host, Gray King. Thank you for joining me today. Today I have an array of topics that I want to talk about. The very first being things in the media entertainment industry, starting with the new Dahmer series. Now, I know that this series has been getting a lot of traction online. It has got the true crime girlies in a chokehold. And while I understand uh, to a certain degree true crime, there is something about this entire situation involving the Dahmer series that just doesn't sit right with me. So for starters, I personally believe that doing shows and movies about serial killers in which you're trying to make them more humanized and things like that to a certain degree is trash. It's not a good tactic because yeah, they were people, they had messed up minds, whatever the case may be that led them to do the things they're doing. By the way, this is not saying that mental health is the reason mental, there are plenty of people, myself included, who have mental health issues who never in life would think about doing the things that certain people did. However, wanting to see into the mind of these people is understandable. However, making these series in which people are suddenly sympathizing and identifying with these people who did these heinous acts is something that will never sit right with me. One of my biggest pet peeves is for those of you that don't know, I am uh, really heavy into TikTok. My TikTok is Grey King Official and sometimes you just sit and you scroll, that kind of thing. Sometimes scrolling through my timeline, especially within the last few months since this series came out, and gain popularity. It's seeing people say how much he's just so misunderstood. And if we just thought about things from his perspective, and I want to be the first to say, well, not the first to say, there are plenty of people who said it, but I want to say it on this platform with my whole chest. That's bullshit. There are still very real people who escaped him, very real people who had family members who didn't escape him. These are black and brown bodies that you are basking in being destroyed and I don't understand how you could sit through that entire series and think you know what Dahmer is the person I want to identify with that sounds so twisted to me and there's no part of me that will ever ever agree with sitting down and thinking that he's the person that you want to identify with furthermore the entire series is tacky and tasteless in my opinion for starters they did not consult a single family member of the victims when they decided to create this series i'm not saying that money is the most important thing but if you're going to profit off of someone else's trauma the absolute bare minimum you can do is dial them up give them an opinion like let them voice what they would like seen in there what they would like not seen in there and maybe cut them a check it will never stop the trauma that exists but you can at least pretend that you tried you know and netflix didn't even try to give them that peace of mind that little bit of something that they are making money from and from what i can tell a lot of money from furthermore as i said before i'm on tiktok so i see a lot of the um romanticization videos that are made like people saying oh i would date Dahmer," blah 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 (sighs) it's exhausting to see people play into this like oh but he i could fix him trope because the trope is toxic with normal people who need therapy let alone people who are out here committing heinous crimes against other people like we tell you not to romanticize fixing your boyfriend who just yells at you why would you want to fix a person who kills people i don't know about you but that sounds 
insane to me. Overall, I think that the Dahmer series was completely tasteless. It has no place in the media. I feel the same way about documentaries about like Ted Bundy and the Night Stalker and people of uh, um, Eileen Waros, the female serial killer. These are just things that I I don't mind looking into them because I am someone who divulges in true crime here and there. I don't mind learning their stories. I don't mind knowing uh, why they claim they did what they did. I don't mind knowing the truth, but I don't like the glorification. I don't like that people automatically find this one little common thread with the person and then decide that that's who they want to identify with. And anyone who calls them on that bullshit is in the wrong. It's just, it's tacky. It's tasteless. It's not cute. I don't like it. And for me, there's no gray area in this one. I live life in the gray area, hence the podcast name. But this particular situation, I feel like there's no gray area. Either you sympathize with the victims and you sympathize with their families, or you're sympathizing with a serial killer. I don't know about you, but I'd rather not be on the latter end of that spectrum. So that is definitely something that I wanted to talk about, get my opinions on. Whether you agree with me or not, it's completely up to you. But I stand by everything that I said. So with that being said, I do want to move into another entertainment situation. I would say it's lighter, but it's really not. Um, This is about The Little Mermaid and the live action version to be very specific. So first of all, The Little Mermaid is one of the first Disney movies I ever watched growing up. It was closely behind The Lion King. Those were the first two. It went The Lion King, The Little Mermaid, and Aladdin. So I do understand feeling a sense of nostalgia about the character and the movie itself. What I don't understand is why nostalgia would make you divert into racism. I get that that's also a nostalgic feeling because, you know, the past. But the fact that instead of, you know, maybe just being like, you know what, this is something that I'm not going to watch. I'll just keep watching the original one on VHS. You jump straight to all the reasons that she just couldn't possibly be black. Maybe that's something that you need to like think about. That was my nice way of putting it. Because at the end of the day, one, the amount of people who are like, but we need representation for redheads. (sighs) Babe, redhead? It's not a race. I get it. Not that many people in the population have red hair. Okay. Still not a race. There are people of every ethnicity and race and creed who have red hair. It's genetics. It is something that is passed down from one person to the other. When you say things like we need redhead representation when her hair is very clearly red and, you know, there are redheads who are Asian, redheads who are Hispanic, redheads who are uh, Latino or Latinx. Sorry if I use the wrong language there. Um, There are redheads who are black. What you're saying is I need her to be a white redhead because that's the only way that I want to watch her. And I'd almost respect you more if you just said that instead of saying there's no redhead representation because one, that's just completely false. There are plenty of redheads in Disney and other cartoon areas. But also you're saying that you only see black people through this very narrow lens and if they don't fit into that very narrow lens, you'd rather pretend they didn't exist. And that is tragic, boys and girls. So the biggest issue that I have with the hate train is that so often when black cast are whitewashed or black movies are whitewashed that kind of thing like the gods of egypt that's one that i think of often when things like that are whitewashed or when movies that take place in asian countries are whitewashed we get this rhetoric of 
well, how do you know they weren't the best? How do you know that they didn't just act the best? It's acting. It's just a job. The amount of times that I've heard this in cases like this is sickening, really. But now when it's something that you identify with, when it's something that you want to look a certain way, suddenly it is not fathomable that she could have been the best for the job. There is no way on earth that her voice alone could have gotten her this job. To you, there is only one way to be. And it, since she does not fit that way, you don't like it. And if you don't hear how hypocritical that sounds of you, then I don't know what to tell you. Also, I say it all the time in everyday conversation. I'll say it here. It's a mermaid. Sis is part fish. I don't know about you, but I've never seen a mermaid in real life. So until further notice, I'm going to claim they don't exist. If I ever find a real mermaid, I will take it back. Um, and it's not like her being white because that's the issue, not her red hair, because she does have red hair. Um, it's not like her being white changes the story in any capacity. She's literally a girl who's part fish, who falls in love with someone who's all human and comes to earth. I don't know why I said earth like that. I meant land. But regardless, if you, I just, I am not sure I understand what the beef is there, you know? Personally, I'm excited to watch the movie as someone who is of the melanated persuasion. I am black. Um, we didn't get a lot of princesses. We didn't get any princesses growing up. And the one princess we got was human for 19 minutes of a two hour movie. The rest of the time, she was a frog. I don't know about you, but that doesn't seem exactly equal and doesn't exactly scream representation. And y'all are saying that um, if that's the case, then make Tiana white. That's based off a real person. It also wouldn't sit the same. There's just certain things that I feel like y'all are willing to die on a hill about that you shouldn't die on a hill about. Like what is going to make or break you about Halle Bailey being the Little Mermaid? If you have any real answers that don't involve being like, well, Ariel was the first redhead I ever saw, then send them to me. I have an email. I have uh, TikTok. I have Instagram. I'll look at it. I'm not saying that I'll agree, but at least then it's something that's not complete and utter bullshit, in my opinion. So yeah, I just went on a very long tangent about that. I am so excited to see Halle Bailey's portrayal of Ariel. Um, listening to her hit that high note in the trailer alone has set my heart aflutter. I love everything about it. Also, the red dreads, come on, it's giving life. As someone who periodically swipes, swaps in copper dreads because I like that look, I love it. Also, they are red. Um, she's in a dark cave underwater during the singing scene in the trailer so yeah it's gonna look a little dark still red y'all know how water works on here i don't know why y'all are pretending otherwise i'm sorry getting distracted again we're going to circle back we are still in the entertainment industry but now we are moving into our celebrity news with people like Kanye, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, JT, Tom Brady, and his wife, Giselle, all in the news. These are things that I would love to talk about today. So I'm going to start real simple. And I would like to talk about none other than Kanye West. So for those of you who don't keep up with social media, which fair, valid, um, Kanye West has made headlines yet again, this time for... One, his White Lives Matter t-shirt that was uh, 
debuted at his fashion show two for bringing Lizzo into some bullshit that I don't understand because Lizzo has nothing to do with that man three being insanely anti-semitic and four coming back with kidnapping claims about his daughter Chicago West now Everything I say after this is based on my opinion. I will occasionally use the terms allegedly because I don't know about y'all, but I don't have time to get sued. So we're going to start with the White Lives Matter t-shirt. So as we all know, Kanye West has his fashion line, t-shirts, sweatshirts, shoes, everything, Yeezys. We we love... Um, an entrepreneur with their hand in many things however at this last fashion show he decided to don a white lives matter t-shirt with none other than candace owens and since then candace owens has gone on a tirade about how it's all black people's fault and whatever the case may be i'm not going to talk about her today i don't really have the temperament to deal with that but i am going to talk about kanye west because he then goes on to say that allegedly she is the only person who showed him any support during the custody situation with Kim Kardashian and he doesn't understand how people who have not been speaking up for him have so much to say and this that and the third and I'm not saying that any other celebrity did stick up for him I don't really recall this was a long time coming um but I will say that it wasn't just Candace Owens who stuck up for him. There were other black people who spoke out against the Kardashians and not letting him see his children and things like that, who are now seeing that if they don't fit into a certain realm of people that he cares about, he doesn't care about them. Now, I've been a strong proponent that since, I want to say like 2018, Kanye has been a little iffy with the black community and that's my opinion i'm not saying that it's facts somebody can refute that if they so choose but with that being said there has been no part of him that i have felt like is for the black community lately this white lives matter t-shirt thing didn't really surprise me at all because this is a man who said that slavery was a choice this is a man who constantly is telling black people that they should support trump and i am not a trump supporter in case you did not gather and don't see how anyone could be realistically not just people of bipoc but also white people really um this is a man who really is self-serving and to a certain degree i'm a proponent of being selfish where you need to be selfish but i do think to shit on an entire community that you in fact come from as he has been doing is bullshit that's the only word i can think of for it right now it's tacky and it's tasteless and it's pitiful to be honest and the part that really gets me is that he only claims black community when he needs them for something. Like, for instance, when he was claiming that Kim Kardashian was trying to keep him out of decision making um, processes for their kids. He was saying that she's a white woman trying to step on a black man to control his kids and he won't let her. And just because she's white doesn't mean that she gets a say on all these things. But then we'll turn around and say that he that the black community isn't for him, that he that they don't care about him, blah, blah, blah. But when you need our help, suddenly now, now you have so much for us. And to me, that's, it's, the words that I want to use, <laughs> I'm not going to use. But like I said, it's pitiful. It's tragic. It's a fucking joke. And then to take it one step further, he has been in the media being anti-Semitic and, um, 
spouting certain rhetoric that I will never agree with that is borderline erasure because saying that you are allegedly going to go DEFCON 3 on the Jewish people and saying that you can't be anti-Semitic because black people are Jews too is like I said borderline erasure because yes there are black Jews I will never take that from them there are black Jewish people there are Jewish people of every ethnicity and race but you don't get to spew this harmful rhetoric that can put these people in the line of fire because you are a celebrity that people go to bat for hard that can put these people in the crossfire of more anti-semitism um being hate crimed things like that and then suddenly claim that you are a part of them it's what we say when there are white people who are black adjacent who are like i have a black cousin my great 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 grandpappy 17 times removed is two percent black we tell them that being black adjacent doesn't mean that you get to say these things doesn't mean that you get to voice these things so you claiming that you black people are jews doesn't mean that you get to be anti-semitic there's also such a thing as being having internalized issues so you if even if you were jewish you could have internalized anti-semitism flowing from your veins and that is a problem on top of all of that nonsense right he also brought my queen one of them lizzo into the tom foolery because that's what it is it is shenanigans and it is tom foolery he proceeds to bring up lizzo in an interview i i don't know why um yeah i i <laughs> I got stuck for a minute. Uh, I don't know why, but he proceeds to bring her up saying that she is a media plant used to um, promote unhealthy lifestyles. Now, one, what the fuck? <laughs> I j- he does this a lot where he'll bring up other people into situations that they are just not a part of. Like for instance, when he first got with Kim Kardashian and Uh, brought up amber rose it was just so unprovoked and now with lizzo so one with the society that we live in in the united states of america i can only speak for that one since that's where i live there's no world in which y'all would let fat people exist peacefully un or not inevitably inevitably someone will bring up a fat person just for the sake of bringing them up like y'all don't actually care about health and i know this because like i said bringing up lizzo was so unprovoked and so untrue because lizzo plays the flute which takes amazing breath control and stamina she dances she twerks she sings she is a vegan like she is doing everything that signifies a healthy adult and still there are people like Kanye West who will bring her up when they want to be fat phobic. And that's what it is. It's fat phobia because there's nothing wrong with Lizzo. Like I said, talented, an athlete, an artist, um, a great person, and overall just minds her business and gets to the bag. How do you have beef with somebody who does not bother you? How do you bring someone up in your, in- it's an interview about you. And you brought her up for what? There's not really a good, there's not really an answer I'm willing to accept personally. Um, And like I said, Lizzo is oftentimes fat phobic people's first go-to. Y'all love calling other fat black women Lizzo, even though they don't look anything like her. Y'all love saying that she promotes obesity, but I have not heard a a word east of Sunday about all the fat male artists. And the fat male artists love to bring her up most. I just, 
I say all this and went on this entire tirade about Kanye West to say that there is some healing there that needs to be done. There is some therapy there that needs to be had. There is some time away from social media, from business in general that needs to be had. And again, all my opinions. I just think that he needs to heal. I think that there are a lot of people who need to heal, but I do think him in particular needs to take a moment away and heal. I don't know from what, I don't know what it is that has him in particular in a tizzy, in a circle, but I do want him to heal from it. I do want him to be okay. Um, but with all that being said, I feel like I have talked a lot about Kanye, so I'm going to move on to my other subject of the day. Um, for those of you who don't know, Tom Brady, who has been in the NFL for as long as I can remember, um, are splitting. It is Divorce City for them. They have been together for 16 years, married for 13 of those years. They have two kids under the age of 15, which is why I will not be speaking their name. I don't talk about nobody's kids. Um, And from my perspective, right, they split due to a lie. Now, whether it was an intentional lie or a lie that took place after the fact, a lie is a lie. So for those of you who don't know, Tom Brady has been in the NFL for forever. And he promised Giselle, his wife, well, soon to be ex-wife, that he would quit and be at home and be a dad and be a husband. Because not for nothing, but I feel like being a professional athlete who travels a lot for work makes it in hard to, makes it hard to be those things. It makes it hard to be a present member of your family when you are always on the go. And I think that asking that of your spouse is not something that is so outside of the realm of believability. Um, And he did promise her these things, but then announced that he was no longer retiring. And so upon hearing that, she said, okay, well, then I guess I should go. And there's a segment of the internet, um, particularly men, not all of them, dear Lord. um, But there's a segment of men on the internet who believes that she's in the wrong for wanting him to no longer play football. So I'm going to offer my two cents because as I said, this is the gray area. I give you my opinions and reside in the land of gray. So one, I don't know what he has to prove anymore. That's where I want to start because being in the NFL for as long as he has, he has the rings, he has the stats, he has the uh, accomplishments, the 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 everything really so at this point what is he proving is he proving that he can do it like is it just a simply because I can I will situation or is there something there that he is trying to hold on to is he holding on to his youth is he holding on to who he was as a football player like what is there to continually be in the NFL for especially with all the injuries and I get it like football players are strong they're strong men but like at a certain amount of time like at a certain age injuries become more uh, prevalent you get hurt easier that kind of thing so I'm just not sure I understand the why on his side now Giselle gave up her career to be a wife and a mother and there are a lot of people who are saying well then she shouldn't have done that 
But had she not done that, y'all would have still said she was being unsupportive. The amount of people I've heard say that her asking him to be a present husband, to be a present father, to just be there in the lives of his family is wrong, is baffling to me because these are the same people who swear up and down that kids need the masculine energy in the home. Now, I'm not disagreeing with that. That's another conversation for another day. But if you truly believe that the masculine energy is needed in the home to bring up the children, then why would you not stand for this man finally being at home with those children to help bring them up? Do you see what I mean? It just, it doesn't make sense to me. It's not something that I track with. And I fully acknowledge that that could just be a me thing. It is what it is. But also, I I don't think it's fair to tell your wife of 13 years, yeah, I made one promise, but you need to suck it up that I'm taking it back relationships in my opinion have a certain amount of compromise that are needed now i'm not saying compromise every day of the week sometimes it is what it is but if i give you 16 years of unfettered access to the thing that you want to do even at the expense of our family and home the least you can do is keep your promise to me so at the end of the day i'm gonna have to side with giselle on this she decided that not being listened to not being heard is not worth her time and she knows her worth as she should we're always telling women to know your worth to do better to pick better to leave when you see signs of things not going the way that they should going and now that she's doing that there's a whole segment of the internet that is dedicated to telling her that she's in the wrong and i just i'm not sure i get it but i like i said i'm on her side i hope that they are able to find um a compromise when it comes to co-parenting and things of that variety. I hope that football does what he is seeking for it to do for him. I, again, not sure what that is, but I hope that that is fulfilling for him in the ways that he needs it to be fulfilling for him. Um, and overall, I just, I hope that they are both happy and prosperous because everybody deserves that. So with that being said, I feel like we are at an excellent time to close. There will, of course, be more tea to discuss next week. As I said, we come together once a week, every Friday, like clockwork, to uh, discuss these things, hear my opinion, uh, talk about the opinions sent to me, because I will be accepting those on Instagram, which is Grey King Official. Uh, I will also be accepting those on, or not on, <laughs> through my email, which is info at I am greyking.com. Uh, so you are more than welcome to send me stories you want to hear me talk about, uh, send me your opinions on things. I will discuss them here. And overall, I want to say a special thank you to Anthony Highland, who is I Speak 1906 across social media platforms. Uh, he has been a gym in my life, uh, borderline sponsored this first episode. I'm going to say he sponsored it because without him, there would be no mic, there would be no podcast. So much respect to Anthony Highland. Um, and thank you to all of you who have joined me for this first episode and I hope will continue to join me for future episodes. So with all that being said, have a lovely, lovely day and I will talk to you next week.